Welcome back to Defender's Voice. This is Dr. Paul. Thank you for joining us today. Send me your questions to info at drpaul.org. Visit our website at www.drpaul.org and subscribe to our podcast. In today's episode, I will answer the question. John Piper compares Ravi Zacharias to Judas Iscariot. Is it appropriate? That's a very, very mind-bending question. And it gives us a very important insight. Judas Iscariot is showing up when people discuss Ravi Zacharias. John Piper brought Judas into discussion. Ravi's son, Nathan Zacharias, also brought Judas into discussion uh, from a different perspective. I gave the link below to Mr. John Piper's article on Ravi. Read it so that you can, under, you can better understand what I say here. First of all, John Piper says that Ravi Zacharias exploited his victims under the guise of sympathy. Let me quote his words from, uh, from the article he posted on DesiringGod.com. He portrayed himself as an embattled, burdened, wounded warrior in the righteous cause of the gospel. And ironically, he turned his position of power into a form of neediness and woundedness. And then he tried to coerce untethered sympathy under the guise of calling for kingdom therapy for the wounded warrior. Now, I think that's a very good observation. I worked so hard for God, so I need some relaxation. I deserve sexual favors. We can call this wounded warrior syndrome. Many Christian leaders practice this syndrome. They say, I brought so many souls to the Lord. I fought so many battles for the Lord. Now I am so tired. I need your sympathy. John Piper says, sympathy must be chained to truth. You should not separate sympathy from the truth. We see this problem even in the secular world. For example, President Clinton used this tactic towards his female interns. I have been working so hard for the American people. Monica, can you help me relax? Recently, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo also used this tactic towards his female assistants. I have been working so hard for the people of New York. I am feeling so lonely and you should help me relax. First of all, if God called you to serve him in any capacity, it is a privilege, folks. Don't mumble and grumble about it. No one forced you to become a president or a governor or a global apologist. If you are fatigued and lonely, go back to your family. Society has no obligation to provide you woman because you worked so hard. Consider it a privilege to serve 
Lord Jesus Christ, not a burden. John Piper then wrote, to which the administrative assistant or the world college flame or the teenage boy in the locker room should say, that's disgusting. Don't ever talk to me like that again. My sympathy is not for sale. It's tethered to truth and righteousness. And cut. I think that's a great advice. If someone comes to you and asks you for sexual favors, you should immediately reject it because God commands that all physical relationships should be limited to heterosexual marriage. And as Piper said, truth should be uh, chained to sympathy. So beware of wounded warrior syndrome. Then Mr. Piper compares Ravi to Judas Iscariot, who sold our savior for 30 pieces of silver. How should I respond to this? Let me show you a few scriptures. In Genesis chapter 18, we read Abraham pleading with God. Sodom and Gomorrah were wicked cities. They were full of horrible sinners. They committed every sin God hated. Then God informs Abraham that he is going to destroy those two wicked cities. Then Abraham pleads with God, Dear Lord, would you punish them if there were 50 righteous men in those cities? God says, No. For those 50 righteous men, I will withhold my judgment. Then Abraham continues to bargain with God. God, how about 45? How about 40? How about 30? How about 20? How about 10? God says, if there are 10 righteous individuals in those cities, Abraham, for their sake, I will spare my judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. In Numbers chapter 14, we see God's anger being kindled against the people of Israel. God says, Moses, step aside. I will destroy these people and make a new nation out of you. A new nation out of Moses. Till Moses did not like it. His heart was broken and he said, Lord, please don't do this. You are a loving God. You are a merciful God. Please forgive these people. And God says, because you asked, Moses, I will forgive them. Because of you, I am forgiving them. In John chapter 17, we see Lord Jesus Christ making an intercessory prayer for the believers. In Romans chapter 11, we see Apostle Paul making an intercessory prayer for the unbelieving Jewish brethren by his flesh. In Luke chapter 15, we read about a prodigal son who takes all his inherited wealth from his father and scanders it with prostitutes and uh, friends. When he was penniless, 
he realizes about the love of his father and walks back to his father's home the father gets so excited on seeing his son coming back so he runs to him falls on his neck kisses him invites him into the home makes a great festival for his son then the elder brother comes in and he gets angry at the proceedings he blows up at his dad dad why are you doing all this he squandered all your wealth destroyed our family name and you are making a festival for him the father says son relax rejoice your brother was dead now he is alive so the father is interceding for his son who came back to his home yesterday someone sent me a gift i was surprised it was unexpected i opened it and it is a book full of quotations by mother teresa thank you susan and that's a very nice of you i really like that book mother teresa showed the love of god and forgiveness to all people in india my home country i opened this book and read one of her sayings on forgiveness she says once you know you have hurt someone be the first to say sorry we cannot forgive unless we know that we need forgiveness and forgiveness is the beginning of love the prodigal son sinned against his father not against his brother ravi sinned against god not against me yet the father was willing to forgive him not the brother the elder brother thought he never needed forgiveness and could not forgive his lost brother who returned home there was no love because there was no forgiveness you see god forgives but we do not forgive sadly many preachers today are like the elder brother they would rather see their brothers stink in the pit of sin and die rather returning to their father's house so that is not right folks how many of us pray on behalf of sinners now that is called intercessory prayer how many of us pray like abraham prayed for the sinner as we see in genesis 18 or like moses in numbers 14 or like lord jesus christ in his intercessory prayer in luke uh, sorry in john 17 or like the father who forgave and interceded for the prodigal son in luke chapter 15 or like apostle paul in romans chapter 11 so if you desire god you should desire forgiveness not retribution so i call ravi a prodigal son who squandered what god gave him on worldly things i don't go that far uh, calling him uh, a jodas iscariot i think calling him jodas iscariot is little bit too extreme that's my opinion folks and uh, please share your comments you may not uh, agree with me but i would love to hear from you please subscribe to our channel like this video 
and visit our website at www.drpaul.org. Thank you and may God richly bless you.